You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. Alright, welcome back. Um, we're going to jump into some draft board talks. It's draft season now. It's draft season. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It, it really is. It's like Christmas and then now. It is weird how much I enjoy the draft knowing that it's basically a crap shoot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no matter what, I'm still excited. And I'm still, like, got my favorite guys and stuff. And then it's like, well. And then it's, you, you forget just, about him after the draft and you look four years later and go, oh, oh, I really like that guy. Yeah. He's not good. Yeah. <laughs> and, or, you know, you see, like, a Trent McDuffie, who I was big on. And it's like, I like that guy. Uh, like, I was I, a winner. I, I always I, said he was good. Knew, knew we shouldn't Ryan didn't down. listen. Ryan didn't listen. <laughs> he didn't listen. Yeah, he didn't listen. <laughs> um, all right. Who's your – we're doing top 15. Yeah. This is a Vikings draft board. Yep. So specifically built around the Vikings' needs. Yep. So, uh, like, we, we don't – I'm assuming he doesn't. We haven't seen each other's. I'm assuming, like, we don't have any of the tackles. No offensive tackles. No offensive tackles. Team, which there's, like, four of them. A very, Again. Very good prospects. This is a really weird – I don't know. It's weird. Like, there's no we'll, – We'll get to it. We'll get, we'll to, get it. to it. Okay. To it. Yeah. We'll it's, get it's to it. first guy. First guy on your list. First guy, Caleb Williams. I also have Caleb Williams. Are you your top three quarterbacks? Yes. Uh, Caleb Williams, Drake May, Jaden Daniels Same order. can really do any three in any of order. And I would probably sit down and listen to you. If you wanted to put Jane Daniels uh, as number one, I'd probably hear you out. Yeah. I mean, like Caleb does some special stuff, but like that. If you, know, you put poor, him in any order, I'll listen to you. Poor Washington fans, because if you watched Caleb Williams tape from Strictly last year, you'd be like, why is this guy going number one overall? That USC offense was awful last year. It was Jordan Addison. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't even fun to watch. Why does that have to do with Washington fans? Because they hired Cliff Kings, Kingsbury oh. as their offensive coordinator. <laughs> Okay. Well, yeah, that guy's had that guy's often sucked with Arizona too. Yeah, I mean, so he's fun to play with. So, so they they hired Caleb Williams, former offensive coach? coordinator. He was the OC. Then. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think they're all really good prospects. I do like Caleb Williams the best, and I like Drake May the second best. Yeah. I like Jay Nell's third. Uh, we're not getting. Is there any chance? There's zero chance we're going to Caleb Williams. I would say zero. I think the Bears are just going to take. You know, I would say there's less than a ten percent chance that we get any of these three. Oh, absolutely. The first three teams need a quarterback, yep. and we are picking eleventh. And these are. And you could argue that the <clears throat> Giants, Falcons. There's one more team, QB needy team ahead of us, and then even the Raiders and Broncos. Behind us, yep. Behind us, all could trade up and give up more than we could to get up to that spot. So the order is Carolina. Well, they gave their pick to the Bears. Washington, New England, Arizona, L.A. Chargers, Giants, Tennessee, Atlanta, Chicago, Jets. Okay, so the Giants and Falcons in front of us are like desperately. I would say need a quarterback. I mean, unless they're still for like whatever a reason. Jones. The, yeah, the Giants aren't desperate for a quarterback, but the Falcons are desperate for yeah. a quarterback. Someone's getting Fields, so hopefully it would be in Atlanta. Well, actually, hopefully it's like Washington or New England. Now that ten percent chance, maybe now you're. Because right now I could see that pick not being traded at all. So first it has to even be up for sale. Yes. Is it up for sale? Sure. Now you got to be like, okay, can we win the bidding to go up there and get them? 
Well, if Washington or New England gets Justin Fields, well, then obviously the chances that picks are going to be traded skyrockets. So now at least it's in play. Um, Chances that one of them's available at 11? Uh, Slim to none. Yeah, I would say the only one that has any shot is Jaden Daniels, just because it's one year. He's not like maybe not prototypical, but... More, Anthony Richardson didn't fall what beyond what four last year. Yeah, I can't imagine Jaden Daniels is he's top five no matter what. Like no, I, I don't I agree. I think yeah. So the only hope would be that uh, I don't know. Anthony Richardson has had better size than yeah. Daniels, but did he think, have better like actual quarterback stats? No, I mean Jaden no. Daniels on the Heisman. No, right? yeah. So like he felt like more of a project, whereas Jaden Daniels feels more of like okay, well this guy's just a good quarterback. Um. Yeah, I would say very. I mean, it's like a one percent chance we get one of these quarterbacks, yep. Um, yep. and it's and it the only chance of it happening is feels like a trade up, which feels expensive, very expensive. No, oh. so um, I'd be ecstatic to get one of them, and if they were there, I would take them. Number four for you, uh, Marvin Harrison. I also have Marvin Harrison. I don't know if you have any other receivers. I really want to have Romo Dunze somewhere, but to be honest, I just left him off. I left him off too. I left and him and neighbors off. Just, it's there's obviously players where if they were available at eleven, I'd probably take them over. I'd say half these guys that. But I'm what, about to that's talk the thing about. though. Like if you were really staring down and you let's say you've locked up Jefferson, where where are they going to play? I'll be honest. I'll be honest. At that point. We're probably trading out of that spot yeah. to a team that wants one, of, wants those one guys, of those receivers. Which is completely fine with me. Yeah. But like Odunze is so different than Jefferson and Addison. That dude fits in. It would be but a neighbors, crazy trio. Neighbors, same thing. Like that dude is interchangeable. So he can play anywhere. So that dude slides right in as well. You just see a lot more three tight end sets and or three wide receiver sets and less CJ Ham. Which is not a bad thing. No, I mean, we, there was a there's plenty of KJ Osborne last year, no. and also you got to think Hawkinson is he what middle of the season is he back? So maybe um, it's just I, I, how does that work if you're going to pay them all at some point? Like oh, you're I not paying all of them at that point. You're, yeah. you're figuring out at paying Ad- Jefferson, when, I guess. Yeah, you're paying Jefferson, and then when Addison's up for a contract, it's is he better than Neighbors or Odunze? And then if he's not, you're probably trading or letting him walk. Yeah. It's one of those, like, do you take the best player or do you, is it like, how's that work for team building? You know, like like we talk offensive tackles. There will be a tackle that is higher, like, grade-wise than some cornerback. But what are you going to do with him? Unless he can play guard. And then you let Darisau walk? But, like, how is that even... No, I don't think you're letting Darisau walk. It's your... Draft him as a guard. You're drafting him to play guard. Like the Titans did with And I just sort of hate drafting a guard that high. Yep. So, like, that's why they're not on my board. I, You know, some people be like, no, best player only. Gotta go best player. And it's like, well, at some point, it just doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, and the thing is, like, if Joe Alt's there, like, Joe Alt is a stud left tackle. But I don't think him, Darisau, or Brian O'Neill can play guard. So I just prefer not to take them. Yeah, and that is what it is. I mean, and, and also, they don't really stack their boards one after another. It's sort of grouped. So it's like, oh, here's Joe Alt, here's you know a corner, and here's this linebacker. They're all relatively similar. Because again, in the end, it's a fucking crapshoot. Oh. So I don't know. Like, oh. I but Marvin Harrison, we both have. Is but it because that, he's just that good? Yes. And honestly, he feels like the only prospect 
outside of the quarterbacks who is that good. Yep. Which is another reason why this draft feels weird. Like Marvin Harrison, if the Bears took him number one overall, would not surprise me. I think he's that good. Yeah. I don't think yeah. they would. He's the guy that's going to open up the possibility of a quarterback falling. This would be like the Patriots being like Jaden Daniels or Marvin Harrison. Like, God, this guy's this guy feels like more, way more likely to end up being a Hall of Famer than Jane Daniels, who seems way riskier, but he's the quarterback. But doesn't it... it I but, don't, like, if you're Washington, it's like, well, Terry McLaurin, Marvin Harrison with Sam Howell throwing the football to him? Yeah, that's also enticing. Like, And I, I think of the, drafts the Patri- like... The Patriots, like, yo, Mac Jones, like, did he just not have anybody to throw to? Was nobody open? Like, I'm... Yeah, also, or maybe like we're so bad that like we'll figure out the quarterback, but let's add the sure thing, you know. So like when we do get a quarterback next year because we're picking yeah. this high again, <laughs> exactly. he's got Marvin yeah. Harrison to throw to. It it, it, it sometimes you, the quarterback thing can be like I feel like people get too obsessed with it. Whereas like even the Raiders, they took to Marcus Russell over Kelvin Johnson. Looking back, it's like well this guy was six foot five and ran a four two. Like the the worst part about that is like. Calvin Johnson was an Al Davis receiver. He was everything he ever dreamed of. Size, speed, Hall of Famer. Yeah. And he went with the 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 quarterback because the size. Because rocket they needed, arm. They needed yeah. a quarterback. But yeah. it's like if you are I just feel like Marvin Harrison is a can't miss. So do you want to risk? I mean, you you sent the stats on those first round quarterbacks. They miss a lot. Yeah. Like I mean, the Jets, Sam Darnold and Zach Wilson, both look terrible. Trey Lance looks terrible. Uh, Justin Fields are already moving on from him. Like, and he's one of the somewhat better ones. Daniel Jones, they're moving on from him. Like, well, what was it? Nineteen of forty-one yeah. quarterbacks since two thousand eleven drafted in the first round have gotten a second contract from that team. That's not that good of a hit rate. No, where I feel like it'd be, I'd be pretty shocked if Marvin Harrison didn't end up being a Pro Bowler. No. So an All Pro. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like, yeah, he should be one of the best receivers. So I just, like, if I was running one of those teams, I would be very nervous being like, oh, let's take Jaden Daniels and pass on Marvin Harrison, and then the Cardinals get their next Larry Fitzgerald. Like Washington, like, is, are you, are you one of these quarterbacks away to, from competing with, like, the Cowboys perennially? Right. The Eagles. Are you so sure they're that much better than Sam Howell? Yeah. Not that he's good, but like But but so so you take one more year of Howell under a new system, you add Marvin Jones to him. Marvin and, Harrison. Or Marvin Harrison, and then next year you're not good again and you can take a quarterback yeah. or don't or don't take a quarterback and then be bad again and yeah. take Arch Manning. Yeah. Arch Manning throws to Harris Marvin Harrison. Or maybe Sam Howell continues to get better. I don't know. Like I yeah. just it yeah. That's why, like, if Marvin Harrison, for some fucking crazy reason, fell to 11, I'll pass on the defense and I'll figure it out. But then that does get in the discussion of, like, why not? Like, I don't think Neighbors and Adunze are as good as Marvin Harrison, but, like, are they that much better than some of the players I'm going to take? Then maybe I would think, let's go three receivers. But Should at some point, might- you're running into, like, a team-building problem. Um, so, I don't know. But- yeah, at some point, you can... You can keep drafting the best players, but if they're all if you draft six straight wide receivers, you have six yeah, wide receivers you have, that you can't and you have play. guys sitting on the bench. Now, like God, what if you like hadn't don't have Jefferson locked up by draft day? And you know, again, never gonna happen. Marvin Harrison somehow falls to you. 
you could do a thing where it's like, well, now let's trade Jefferson for a fucking absolute haul, not pay him, yeah. and we have Marvin Harrison and Jordan Addison or something. But none of that's going to happen. Enough time on Marvin Harrison. Uh, who's your fifth best player? Dallas Turner, number Dallas five. Turner. Okay, I have. Well, we'll talk Dallas Turner. Um, do you feel like Dallas Turner is anywhere near Marvin Harrison as a prospect? No, there, so, there, there's like it's those four, and I'll just add some spaces. Yeah, like, and then there's a giant leap. I feel like we're missing the Aiden Hutchinson, even the Chase Young. The you're missing the blue chip, the, Ama, the Sauce Gardner. Yeah, the, yeah. Like it feels like this draft has a bunch of quarterbacks, Marvin Harrison, and then a bunch of guys that are the same. Except, I mean, there are the tight the tackles and the receivers, and but Brock we Bowers. don't care about them. And Brock Bowers, the tight yeah, end. that's the problem. We don't like. I think Brock Bowers probably is up in that area, and maybe even those receivers are getting close to that. And that there's definitely some tackles. Uh, Joe Altit for but me is definitely in that. But area. they don't fit our team, so this draft is weird as shit, oh. and it makes building a draft board like super. Well, it's really offensive heavy. The first ten picks could be offense. Yep. And so, like Dallas Turner is your fifth best guy. And, like, Dallas Turner could be, like, in normal years, like a seventh or eighth yeah. overall pick. Yeah. So you're getting, like, the second or third edge rusher. But is he, like, the number one edge rusher? No. Like, he doesn't seem like a typical number one edge rusher. Yeah. And there doesn't seem to be a typical number one defensive player. Like, oh, this is the guy. Because yep. um, if you were building a draft board for, let's say you're starting a team fresh, Dallas Turner's probably like tenth. Yeah. But again, it doesn't. Which is, I guess, good that we're drafting eleventh because maybe we'll get the best defensive player. Where like pick our pick meets that guy falling to us, but it does make for some like weird draft board building. Yeah. Like this isn't the. It's like oh, Dallas Turner is number five on my board. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't seem right because he's probably like fucking twelve on everyone else's. But uh, Dallas Turner, uh, Alabama edge. Yep. He, the, the one thing I really like about him, he feels like he's the one big, really big edge, which I kind of think Flores likes. Yeah. Big monster. Like, um, I don't have him as my number and one athletic. edge. But, yeah, he's big and athletic. And, I mean, he's kind of, he's probably the most. You think he'll be the best of the combine as far as, like, the top guys? I think so. Yeah. Um, I'd be super happy with him at 11. Like, I think, and I think it's very possible he'll be there. Yep. Because it's all offense first. So, my first, or my fifth guy is the other edge, Latu. Latu, I don't know. I just say the same. Lahatu, Latu, whatever. Yeah. He was the UCLA. Edge. Yeah, and he came from somewhere else, and he I, oh, Washington Oregon. was it Washington? Washington. And he had to like retire medically, and then came back and was really good. He probably won't. I have a feeling that he won't go ahead of Turner, and maybe not even the other edges because of the injury stuff. Yeah. But man, when when I watch his highlights, he's so fucking good. He's he's a very good football player, and he's. My opinion, he's probably not going to blow you away at the combine. That's what I've heard too. Is that he's actually he's more of like a technician rather than like I'm beating you with. Yeah, but he's got like speed and whatever. He's just got really good pass rush moves. Yeah, and he just he just racks up stats and he looks really good and just a good football player. Uh, but that's why I kind of think like having Turner over him probably makes more sense because I think with the injury red flags, like I don't know the injury stuff, so I don't really take it into account. But I remember like Jalen Phillips, he was another one where it was like, oh, this guy's got like a billion injury flags, and now he's like a monster. Yeah, and, and then he just got hurt. Yeah, he did. Just, he did just get hurt. His, yeah. But but yeah. like it's his third season. Yeah, he was That's fine. And saying. I think like, it was like a, he just got hurt, and it wasn't like um, I don't think it had anything to do with the other ones. I think he just blew out his ACL or something. Yeah. Um, so if everything was equal as far as like let's say you gave him the green check on his health, 
that I think Latu would be. I also don't know if he fits as well into the Flores defense because he is more like, like you said, he's not as athletic. He's not, I don't, you know, I don't think he's sliding inside ever. I just, so yeah. it makes me start to think that Dallas Turner would be more likely who the Vikings would like. Yep. But damn it, I like the guy's highlights. Yeah, I, I, I do. Really, I really, really like fucking good. I've got so, a little further down, yeah. but. He feels like someone like four years from now, I'd be like, well, yeah, duh, he's good. Because he was really, really good. Like, yep. why would he not be good? There was no projection. But I guess if you look back four years from now and he's hurt or he's wasn't athletic enough, then it's like, well, that's why he wasn't good. Because yep. he was beating up on people in college that aren't as talented as the pros. But if he dominates, it's like, well, yeah, we were watching a football player f- yeah. play football. And, we all, and everyone overthought it. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of even like the little bit like the Trent McDuffie thing. Like he's too small, always slot only. It's like, but he's really good when I watch him. Like, is he too small or is, is he slot only? Yeah, Ken. Are we sure about that? Um, I, you know another guy though, Curtis Weaver. Remember him? Yeah, monster in college. Put up crazy stats. I think I had him in my first round, in like the fucking sixth, yeah. or fifth, or something. <laughs> Didn't even make the team. He did spend a little bit of time with Minnesota. Yeah, like, he did. Like, Two like, years ago, or yeah, last like, year. Questy right got him like towards the beginning. But yeah, he oh. was he was a guy who was like really good statistically. And looked good when you watched him, but like everyone's like, yeah, he's really not athletic. Yeah, he's, and he's playing Mountain West. Yeah, he's, like, yeah he's, so. he's playing Mormons. At least Latu is in, at UCLA, so he yeah. played some talent. Nope. Um, all right. And he's widely considered a first-round talent. Curtis Weaver apparently was just a PFF <laughs> god or something. Uh, so my fifth was Latu. My sixth is Dallas Turner. Okay. Uh, so who do you have My s- <clears throat> sixth is Terry and Arnold. Okay, the corner. Yep, the corner from Alabama. I'm interested because he's also my top corner. Why we both sort of gravitated toward him as our top corner? Uh, I think he's he kind consensus of, top. I think corner? he's like consensus okay. top corner right now. Yeah, uh, I like uh, Kool Aid McKinstry right away. He seemed like kind of the hot guy. Well, I mean, you got your nickname's Kool Aid. Yeah, I mean, that's... but uh, but Terry and Arnold seems to have like more upside, and he's more uh, he's more of a better cover corner. And I feel like when you watch Alabama, because they're both in Alabama, it's kind of like, I think this other guy's actually better than yeah. this guy with the fancy nickname and who's maybe more flashy or whatnot. Yeah, but. and he was, but Kool-Aid was like a top 20 overall prospect or yeah. high school recruit. Oh, was he? Okay, too. so he yeah. came in with a little better resume yeah. and everything. So, um, But yeah, I had Terry, Terry and Arnold at six. Uh, I, I don't know. I really like the corner. There's a I lot of corners. I love... It's not a players I love at 11, and we're about to get to to that. Like, you're fine with Darren Arnold at 11. Like, yep. you're like, oh, a good pick, makes sense. But you're not, even Addison last year, I didn't think he'd get to us. So it was sort of like, holy shit, we got Jordan Addison. That's awesome. And none of these players feel like that because they all could definitely be there at 11. Because every player that could fall to us, we don't want them. Yeah. It's like, oh, my God, Roma Dunze made it to us? We don't need you. So, like, yeah, like like you said, like, at some point you get to it where it's, like, sort of a ho-hum. Like, oh, yeah, Taron Arnold's here. Duh. Like, yep. he's here in every mock draft. But good pick. Anyways, cool. Uh, my sixth, or my seventh, because my sixth was Dallas Turner, is uh, Johnny Newton. Okay. DT, Illinois. Jerzan Newton? Well, he he goes by Johnny. I don't like that. Yeah. I like Jerzan. Mm, I don't like Joe Johnny. He does he. So, uh, call him Johnny Newton. How does he not like Jerzan? That is his birth name. I think he's. I think he changed it. I think he changed his name. He was going to change. It. He, he made Newton. it. He literally announced like, "Hey, I go by Johnny." May, may, moving him down my board. Oh, <laughs> I mean, Donnie Newton does sound a little bit like a, like a cartoon. 
What's that? Kind of sounds like a candy bar. Yeah, <laughs> I'll take one of them Johnny Newtons. Yeah, uh, but Jimmy you know, Neutron. Yeah, that's what I was. I think that's what I was thinking. Jimmy Neutron, Johnny Newton. Oh, great! I can't drop this guy. It's because I'm bum. Um, he's like the flashiest DT. I feel like in the class, and yep. I'm, we're always suckers for three techs that can cause some havoc, and we definitely need one. And I think at eleven is a, again another. You would never call that a reach. He'd probably be there. And he fits a need, and it makes total sense. Yep, I uh, I really like him because he sat the first half of the Gopher game, and then came back and completely shut down the Gophers after he. Oh, came really? Out. Yep. All right. So, uh, yeah, if you really want to watch some good highlights of him, just watch the second half of that Gopher game. Johnny Newton. Well, Johnny Newton. That was seven. My eight is Taron Arnold. I don't know if you have seven or have you done seven yet? S- nope. Seven is uh, JJ McCarthy right now. Okay. Quarterback, um, Michigan. Yep, I winner. I, I, yeah, don't don't love it, but right now it's like I'm just kind of buying into all the hype. Where yeah, he's definitely the hot quarterback right now. Yeah. Um, and he's twenty. It, that's 21. the thing. I like him with Kirk Cousins. Like, yes. he's the guy that you would draft and sit for maybe even two years. You'd be okay with it because he's only twenty. I'm a, like he's the guy where if for whatever reason you sit for three years, like Jordan Love style. Yeah. I'm okay with it because he's, he's so only young. 24, and he he does probably need some seasoning. Yeah, you know, at 11, I, I just feels a little bit like a reach, but as of right now, it's not a reach because everyone's so like obsessed with quarterbacks. But you reminded me like the Levis thing. Like people were talking about him as a top five guy, and it's kind of like really is he? And then he went like second round. So oh. maybe that happens with him. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe the young, and then you need quarterbacks. I don't know, but. It would be really cool to get him in a trade up somehow, or like you know, like we did with Teddy. Yeah, um, towards the end of the first maybe that's trade up towards the end of the first. It will be interesting when we're like a week before, or two weeks before the draft, where these quarterbacks are being hyped. Because like, is it going to shift? And all of a sudden, it's like, ooh, now Bo Nix is the hot guy. Ooh, he had a good combine, and all of a sudden, it's like, oh, McCarthy's the guy you can get in the second with yeah. Penix, or maybe it's Penix that lights up and goes up, you know, higher. So I don't know. It'll be interesting. Right now, it's McCarthy. He's also on my list, um, but. I do think fit-wise, the age really works in his favor for if we take him. Yep. And if we have Kirk also. Because if we take him and we don't have Kirk, now I don't really like it. Now I'd rather have Bo Nix, maybe. Yeah, because then it's like, well, like... Are we going to ruin this I, guy? <laughs> well, yeah, there's there's that. It's like, well, we don't have a run game to lean on. Yeah, we don't have... He's just going to have we his receivers, so... We don't have a head coach who likes to lean on a run game even <laughs> yeah. when it's working. Yeah, he's, Why do I want to lean on a 21-year-old rookie quarterback? Let's, let's sling it with the rook. Yeah. So um, so he was your eighth? Seven. Who's your eighth, then? Trade down. That's what you listed as your eighth. It, it, oh, okay. So this it's, is... it's And now it's now it's trade down. Okay. And these guys I, are all... I don't hate I've it. got two, four, six, eight, ten guys where it's like trade down and I'm okay... With any of these ten at this point, right? It's that's, like that. I I don't care enough that I wouldn't rather just get some extra draft capital and take who's ever left. Yep. Like this, honestly, like that's that's this draft. I feel like yeah. If somebody guess, wants you know, to come up to get Terry and Arnold, Dallas Turner, or one of the tackles that fall, or if Odunze falls, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Like I'm completely I know open. People are probably sick of the draft, the trade down, but I I hundred percent am. Like, I don't want to do it. We're picking 11, man. Like, let's go yeah. get somebody fucking awesome. But there isn't really somebody awesome. There's people that it's like, Taron Arnold. Okay, makes sense. Oh. Dallas Turner makes sense. 
Let's but also trade down and gain an extra second and draft Johnny Newton. Are you upset about that? No. no. You should be pretty happy about that. Now, no. we'll look two years later, and it'll turn out we passed on Kyle Hamilton to take Lewis Seen, and you'll be furious. But, yeah, but like, that's just the way and, the draft works sometimes. And maybe these will separate out after the combine and stuff where we will feel like, oh, man, like Dallas Turner and Arnold are definitely not worth trading down and missing out yeah. on. I'm not really there yet. Now, you put the trade down like a little bit below those guys, so it's kind of like, okay, I like those guys enough that I would just take them. But I'll you, see where that falls. Like you could, I, you could argue fucking trade down could be right ahead of Dallas Turner. Yeah, where like, you know hey, I mean? if you're not getting any of those four, <laughs> might as well trade down and get some yeah, more draft capital. Because they're not that different. Yeah. They don't feel that different. So, okay, so eight is literally trade down. Yeah, it's the way it's separated was like gotcha. McCarthy, and then there was okay. a space, and it's okay. like, well, trade down, and we can get all these guys. So my eighth was Arnold. My ninth was J.J. McCarthy. Okay, so uh, my who's your ninth, seventh, so eighth was uh, Johnny Newton technically. I oh, guess gotcha. with the trade okay. down slot. Nine was, is uh, Byron Murphy, defensive the other tackle, defensive tackle from yeah. Texas. That does feel like a good spot to put the trade down because it's sort of like oh, I don't really care which DT we get. You know? <laughs> and I, and then I don't think it's to say like you'd be like mad if we just took these guys at eleven either. No, nope. it's nope. like no, okay. It's you, just like I, they like this one the best. Yep, I just prefer yeah. at this point in time. I'd prefer to get a like even yeah. if it's a fourth. I just prefer to get a little extra something mm-hmm. and take one of these guys. If you have six players that are stacked at the exact same spot on your board, trading out always makes sense. Like, nope. because again, you don't know that Johnny Newton is for sure going to be better than Meyer Murphy. Like again, unless they're stacked like wildly different. But if you're like, hey, they're here the same. Sure, we like John Newton slightly better, but we don't know. Yep. Trade down, get a third, and take the other guy. Sure. Um, I mean, Addison went fourth in a four receiver run. Yeah. You know, it goes to show that, like not everyone really. I mean, two of them seem like well, Jefferson went fifth and yeah, uh, in the draft and ten, ten picks. Yeah. So imagine you're a team like. Say you were San Fran and you were like, oh, we like this Jefferson guy just as much as CeeDee Lamb and just as much as Ayuk. Let's just trade down to like right by the Eagles. Oh, and take him. And then they end up with Jefferson. And they're like, oh, good thing we ended up with that because we were going to take Ayuk or something. You know, like yeah. it's, sometimes letting the other teams just let the decision happen for you. It's not, it's not all that thing. bad. Um, all right. So you had. Until you trade down to 32 and take Lewis. Yeah. Then that's Oops. a bad decision. I think they, I think maybe there were some guys they liked that got sniped right before them. I, I like think, McDuffie, I think, like I think Carl the Loftus, McDuffie, exactly. Jermaine the Chiefs, Johnson. I, I wouldn't doubt if the Chiefs took our two picks. Yeah. Because it was kind of like, I mean, Lewisine did, it did feel like a good spot to take him. Like yep. it wasn't like, oh, that's crazy. Like he felt like, but there were some guys I definitely liked more, like that were right there. And it was right like, there. Did, like, Lewis seemed like, yeah, I like him, but if you need the fifth-year option on him? Yeah. And like, oh, I like him, but damn, Jermaine Johnson was talked about as a top 10 yeah. guy. Like, I liked him a lot more. Yeah. I really liked McDuffie or Karloftis. Karloftis was like top 20 yeah. guy for the most yeah. part. Yeah, so like for those guys that all get picked right before that, it was kind of like, oh, cool, we got Lewis Seen. First rounder, man, makes sense, but not as exciting. Uh, is he really that different than uh, Kyle Hamilton? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a great move. Um, all right, who who? Do, what number were you? God, at? I'm a sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. My, my my ten is Byron Murphy, the same DT. Yeah. Um, who do you have uh, a ten? I I had uh, Lightu Latu. Okay, so my five. Yep. Uh, you're eleven. Uh, Jared Verse. The he feels like defensive the, end for Florida State. Yeah, he feels like the last of the. I mean, I guess Chop Robinson people like too, but is he kind of a? Yeah, I've got Chop down you, here. You do still have him on there. Yeah, um, I have Verse on mine. Um, not here. Yeah, he's. I, I. You feel like at eleven, 
Does that feel a little like that's damn. a little too ripe? Yeah, I feel He's like twenty four. Yeah, so like I feel like. You're starting like he dominated last year, so maybe he's a dominant pass rusher. But it's yeah. just, it's, I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. this whole COVID thing. Really throws me off. Yes. It's like I, I don't know how I feel about taking 24 year olds in the first round. But maybe he's just really good. Yeah, if he's really good, it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know, um, that's when I'd like to trade down. But again, you can't just be like, oh, trade down and get him, trade down and get him. But well, at some point, like he's so he was what ten or eleven on your board? Yeah, I think he was and, eleven. And if you actually had the receivers and the tackles, he'd be like twentieth. So yeah. and Brock, Bob, so like it does feel a little reachy. It feels like well, yeah, you should be able to trade. I down. see him in like that. Uh, I think the Seahawks pick sixteenth, so like sixteenth yeah. and later range. Yeah. It's so like, I'd lo- I'd rather go from eleven to sixteen. Let the Seahawks go and get Dallas Turner. Yeah, I'll take Jared Verse and yeah. you know a third or whatever. Because yeah. we don't have a third, so I'll take that. That's fine with me. You better really love one of these defensive players to take them at 11 and not trade down. Yeah. Because they're just, with all the offense going ahead of it. But the one thing is we are kind of getting our pick of, like, the best of the best, yeah. you know? So but, that's why it's, like, like for me, the two best, and then the rest is yeah. Dallas Turner, Terry, and Arnold. So take one of those two. If you're not going to take one yeah. of those two, trade down. I like that. I throw a lot two up there, and that would be it. That yep. would be my only change. Um, all right, so you're that was eleven for verse. verse. I have Kool Aid at eleven. Okay, honestly, I think you did the, like, a similar thing earlier um, when we were sh- shot a couple lists across like a month ago. I have like a bunch of corners right now, just yeah. so, just a slew of them in a row. Yep, that, so, that's my next thing. As I have one, two, three, four, five corner. Like I didn't just stop at fifteen. Like all oh, you these guys. Going. Like I was like, well, I like him, but like the five corners. It's like, well, I don't care which one. They're all yeah. relatively the same to me right now because they're not worth 11. Yeah. So, like... They're worth, like, the 20th pick. So, like, my next is Kool-Aid and then Cooper DeGene. Yep. Quinion Mitchell. Yep. And I swapped those Nate two, Nate Wiggins I have on there. I have uh, Enos Rackestra over Nate Wiggins. Okay, okay. He's yeah. more of a... Uh, Rackestra is like a press man corner. Which you'll, you'll Flores like guy, I mean, yeah. that might make some sense. Yep. That's you'll the like thing with, like, like, a Cooper DeGene. It's like, is he fit or does he not fit? I see, I see. White guy. Cooper DeGene fits because he's uh, versatile. position versatile. Yeah, and a punt returner. Yeah, and like, yep. And so, like just fat. Like, and kind of just a football player. Yeah. Seems like he's just. It's uh, like, I'm not going to overlook him because he reminds me of Jason Seahorn. Exactly. Right? I mean, that's what's, <laughs> that's what's stuck in my mind. It's like, is this, you know, you're going against a lot of statistical, you know, problems here. Oh. Just not a lot of them. Uh, isn't he the guy that did the old uh, punt thing yeah. against the Gophers yeah. where he like pointed and then they brought it back? Because they call it, say it, he called for a fair catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. There's uh, stores in Iowa that sells uh, it wasn't a fair catch. Yeah, you know t-shirt. what, though? I think what they ended up saying is that once you point and yell whatever, Peter or whatever they yell, it's automatically a dead ball, is what Tyreek Hill said. Okay. So it's not that they said it was a fair catch. It's that he pointed and said, get away, get away. It's now a dead. You can't return it. So, you know, fuck those Iowa fans. Fuck them. Um, Cooper Jean, though, he looks fun. He looks like a fun player to have. Uh, Quinion Mitchell is, I think, the one that kind of had a really good senior bowl and shot up the boards. Yeah, but he also, from what I, like, Toledo? he shot up the, yeah, yeah. So he shot up the boards because of the senior bowl, but apparently he's been really good for, like, five years. Yeah, everyone that actually pays attention to the draft, like, already was like, well, he was already good. I don't know. Yeah. You guys just learned about this guy? Okay. Oh. Uh, I looked up his, like, PFF grades, and they're insane, but he plays at Toledo, yeah. so. And apparently he... 
I think he was a grad transfer eligible, and he had offers from all the top schools in the nation. Oh, really? But decided to go back and uh, finish it up at Toledo. So Class act. Yeah. Um, all right, who do you have in that area? Because I just gave you four corners in a row. Yeah, so I've got uh, Mitchell, DeGene, Rackestra, uh, Wiggins, McKinstry in a row. And then, I mean, that finishes out top 15. But I So my top 15 finishes with Jared Verse, so. That's the end of mine. So what yeah. you got a few so more names? What is, yeah, I've got two left. One is Chop Robinson. Okay. The fourth edge. He seems consistently ranked fourth. Yeah, I think he's from what from what I'm hearing lately is he's going to test very well. Yeah, he said he seems like a good athlete, good tester, but was kind of statistically disappointing for Penn yeah. State. Um great name though. Yeah. Chop, Chop Robinson. Robinson. I mean And then uh a third three tech. Oh. Darius Robinson, okay, yeah, from Missouri. Uh, he's he's a uh, edge three tech versatile, so very good fit for the Flores. Uh, that would be nice defense. He likes that inside outside. Yeah, and I feel like that's something you can trade. Probably, might you could probably take him early twenties, but you might even be able to trade back a little further to the mid twenties. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think I think right. I think if you go from eleven to Mid to late twenties, though you're playing with fire with the yeah. old Lewis uh, yeah, yeah. scene thing. So it would sure be nice to recoup a third though, because we don't have one. Yep. You know, I think the Hawkinson deal we're out of that still. So yep. I know people hate the trade down after that, but there's been plenty of times where trading down did work. You know, it's not like it's it's not like you always end up screwing it up. Um, one guy I want to talk about, Brock Bowers. Yeah, I kind of was like. Do you put him in there? Do you not? Like, you're already paying Hawkinson, but he's hurt. Josh Oliver only has, like, two years left. Would would we ever run an offense with two tight ends that good? See, the thing is, is I feel like the league might be... I feel like the better offenses are going back towards the heavier sets. Kind of does, yeah. Because now everyone's drafting stringy, rangy linebackers to cover the pass when it's like, well, why don't we just load up with a heavy set and ground pound the football? Yeah. And you just, you get that. Like, I mean, I feel like that's why they went and got Hawkinson because it's like, we'd rather have a, a tight end that can exploit those mismatches and block than just like a third good receiver. And Bowers, I mean, that dude is a better prospect than Kyle Pitts. Yeah. Kyle Pitts one's fourth overall. Yeah, right? So it seems like, would you rather, let's say you got to take one, one of the receivers, not Marvin Harrison, or Bowers? You taking Bowers. I think so, because I think that actually makes our offense like more dynamic or like more... I think it makes um, it better, just better all around. Yeah, like I, I more also um, deceptive, like you don't, like with two tight ends that are that good, what are they going to counter with? Four three defense and they have linebackers covering these dudes, or do they counter with like a like a nickel and then you run it or a, a big nickel and you yeah. still can run it? Yeah. Like it, so and like it Bowers, Bowers can split out wide. You can throw yeah. him in the slot. You he can could put be both, your third receiver. Yeah, you, you can know? put Hawkinson in the same thing, slot out wide. I I have a feeling by drafting I might talk myself into being like I would be really fun to have Bowers. It, it's just the to the pain thing. But by the time you would ever pay Brock Bowers, Hawkins is probably leaving anyway. So now it's like okay, well you have two great tight ends, and then one leaves and you have the other one, and you know. But you do have, especially even his injury too, because it's kind of like well you paid Oliver. A decent chunk, not like anything crazy, and you're paying Hawkinson, but Hawkinson's out probably for half the year. Oh. So now you can have Bowers and Oliver. Then you have all three, and then Oliver will leave too. So 
I don't know. I mean, it, it's an interesting idea. I do think there's too many good defensive players that would be close enough that they'd be like, yeah, we're not going to take a fucking tight end. I just prefer Harbaugh to take him at five, and I don't even have to think about it. Yeah, him. yeah. He prob- I mean, I think he'll be gone. Let's just hope all the tackles, receivers, and, and uh, tight ends are gone, and we get our pick of basically any defensive player. Which seems like the first nine picks could easily be offense. Three receivers, three quarterbacks, a tight end, and multiple tackles. Yeah. Like maybe three. I mean, the first 10 picks might be offense. We might be the first team that takes defense. Who drafts 10? The Jets. They'll take They need a tackle. They need tackle. They could take Bowers. They could take a wide receiver. Yeah, I think we might get their pick of the. We might get. Yeah, I, I would say it's. If I had to bet right now, it's Dallas Turner. It's who we would take. Well, yeah, I was just trying to think of the odds of us being the first, the first team to take defensive player. You know, I would say the I, I would say first three are. There's going, a forty percent chance that we're the first team to take a defensive player. It 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 seems like yeah, like the first three quarterbacks. Let's say they're quarterbacks: Arizona, Harrison, Harrison Chargers. I mean, offense. Uh, yeah, it's e- it's either a receiver. Uh, tackle or, or a Giants, same thing. Like if they're gonna stick with Daniel Jones, they gotta help this dude. Like that team sucks. Tennessee, like maybe their team's pretty bad all around. I feel like they're taking a. Tackle. You gotta help out Will Levis. Yep, right? They're taking a tackle or a pass catcher. Atlanta, maybe them if they trade for Fields. Like yeah, because they're not gonna probably. Maybe they could take a receiver across from London. That's a lot of offensive skill <laughs> position though. Do they, they need take tackle? a tackle? I don't think so. I, I think they're know. so that might be one. Yeah, if they trade for field, if they get a quarterback, yeah, Atlanta could be the, a defensive team, yeah, which Dallas Turner kind of fits. Over yeah, there. and then Bears again, which I'm guessing the Bears would love to get a receiver. Yeah, and then Jets, who I think is offensive tackle all day. So or a wide receiver. Yeah. So it basically, it's Atlanta. That's the the one team. Maybe Tennessee gets weird, but I do think if you're if you're gonna try to see what Will Levis has, you kind of need to help him out a little bit. So yeah. Um, all right, well, that's our top 15. I mean, I'm definitely interested to see how those change in what month, in a month and a half. Like, I feel like they could be wildly different. When you know? is the draft? End of April? Two months. So two months, yeah. So, all right, well, we'll do another podcast post-fragency probably. Talk about if we sign anyone. Yeah, I, I guess we'll kind of play it by ear. Yeah. I think free agency is in two weeks. Yeah. So either, Sometimes that can drag on. If, I would say if... Kirk, if we sign Kirk... Emergency podcast. Yeah, like we'll probably <laughs> record before free agency. Yeah. I and feel, we can, like, I feel we like, do, like we'll be back when we sign Kirk. Yeah. And if we don't, it was nice knowing you. <laughs> Kirk's well, gone, we're gone. We've never done a podcast without him. Yeah, that that's true. So technically this... I mean, fuck. We'll just have the podcast live and die with Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> All right, we'll see you. See you guys.